I didn't know how this machine worked. Let's start the show. Welcome, everybody. Uh, it's been a really long time since we've uh, done one of these. Uh, this is volume 29. Only took uh, five months to make it happen. <laughs> um, yeah, we've all been really busy. Uh, just life happened, I guess. Uh, for those of you wondering, I guess we're in an endemic now, is what the, uh, like, I basically feel our government just said, fuck it, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're good. Um, and here in California, you no longer have to wear a mask. Um, what else am I missing? Uh, that's about it for current events. Um, me personally, uh, in the time from October, November, and December, January, February, um, Christmas came, uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl, so I'm really happy about that. Uh, yes, I have a dog now, a new dog. Uh, her name is Sylvie, named after, obviously, uh, the Loki character. She is a husky. She's a handful. And right now, for the time being, she's actually napping. So hopefully this uh, stays that way so I can record. Uh, what about you, Paul? What have you been up to for the last uh, couple months? Uh, kind of likewise. Uh, just a lot of work. Uh, Rams winning it all. That was awesome. Uh, and not a whole lot. That's about it, really, that I can think of cool um movies we missed uh venom i watched it i don't think you saw i right. still have not watched it <laughs> uh tommy will be joining us this uh blank spot there this blank spot right here i'm just trying to adjust the camera uh will be filled in a second when he comes on he's still doing his uh work for the day so uh, he said he had like five rides to go hopefully he can join us in the next hour uh, if not well we'll see because uh, i still work early in the morning and i have to go to sleep uh, at a reasonable time uh, but uh, let's see what else we missed Venom we didn't talk about we well we we missed talking about it but we all saw Spider-Man of course um, did Dune come out yeah. before or after September I think I don't know I would I, I should be more prepared how we talked about Dune no well you we talked about how I boycotted it and I'm still going strong oh still, yeah I still okay, have okay. not watched it Gotcha. Um, let's see. Uh, as far as shows came, the book of Boba Fett uh, came and went. So this is actually not a book of Boba Fett one. This is a uh, Mandalorian season two. But really fast, I did get this the other day. I'm super stoked. We'll take it out of the box. That one's cool. So uh, 
I like this show. Um, actually, you know what? We can talk about that because Tommy, I know, still hasn't watched it. So true, that's true, true. We can talk about. Um, so we'll get on that in a little second. And then um, I'm trying to think what else major show wise came out. Oh, it, I haven't watched it, but it is on my list. It came out on Sunday. Are you gonna watch the Lakers show on HBO? Yes, I. I, I finished Peacemaker so I can uh, watch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and Peacemaker came out. So uh, the things that we'll wait to talk about with Tommy will be the Peacemaker show and the Batman, and then we'll get his thoughts on State of Play because I know he's he was watching it between his rides, and um, yeah, the rest me and uh, Paul will just kind of tackle. So I know we're like really like behind in current stuff, but it is what it is so we're just gonna get to what we get to um yeah and um uh, since we cover everything we're gonna talk about sports for a second baseball uh, a couple hours ago is is finally coming back for this season it is april 7th right opening day or 8th yeah so april 7th uh it was supposed to be when was opening day supposed to be so i think two weeks before that Cause I know because that, I know they had, they had to cancel two two, two series. Yeah. yeah. So I just remember that my dad, for some reason, thought that it had been negotiated like a couple of days ago, and he was asking me if uh, we were gonna go if he if, uh, if about like the games for March seventeenth, like and on and on. And I was like, Nah, these aren't like gonna get canceled. Like nothing's been announced yet. Um, and sure enough, they got canceled. But today, um, ironically, I was talking to about my talking to it about. Ah, cannot talk. Talking about it with my dad before he went to work, and uh, uh, lo and behold, he's like, "I wish." He's like, "Hopefully, they talk about it today," and they did. So uh, we do get baseball back, which I'm excited. Go Dodgers still, and really fast basketball. Speaking of the Lakers, uh, they were really, really terrible, like garbageio. Uh, have you been watching the games, or have you like not been watching them? Uh, I watch here and there, so I will say that the times that I have watched, they've been playing decent. They haven't been getting like blown out, but the times that I don't watch and I see it on Instagram, those are just uh something else. Yeah, I just want to say I find it kind of funny that yesterday, being March ninth, uh, Magic Johnson like sent out a tweet to everybody to be nice to Westbrook because I guess. Russell Westbrook feels that people are disrespecting his name by calling him Westbrick. And um, the only reason I bring that up and find it funny is because Magic Johnson called him that on Tuesday in a broadcast. Like, literally, like, was like, hey, uh, the day before, spoke and said Westbrick, blah, blah, blah. What I'm disappointed with Westbrick is I thought he was going to come with all this energy, get the rebound, go coast to coast. We haven't seen a lot of that. So we got to start seeing that. Where's that aggression? Where's that Westbrook go coast to coast dunking on people? So, I don't know. I just find it ironic. Um, I also think my two cents for what they are. I think people are a little harsh on him right now. Like, yeah, he's not the greatest. But my problem says that it's Frank Vogel. And, uh, yeah, where do you stand on that, Paul? Uh, I think, yeah, some people go a little bit too far in terms of like the death threats and all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's it's a game. There's no need for that. Yeah, I think that's fine. The name calling that comes that should come within the territory of your sport competition, name calling, all that, you know, that comes with basketball. Um 
So for the Westbrook part, that should be that should be what he if you play if you play bad, then yeah, you're gonna get those names called. So yeah, I I don't have no problem with that part of it, but the death threats going at his family and all that stuff, then that's a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, he's his stat line is not too bad though. Like I'm aside from obviously missing his shot because that's why they're calling him West Brick. Uh, he's otherwise been kind of consistent in a not very consistent team. So, like I said, I, I really think that Frank Vogel should be getting criticized way more than him because we're already now past the All-Star break and we still have multiple starting lineups. And you can't decide, like, one single starting lineup. Uh, and mm-hmm. He blames injuries and stuff like that, but no, uh, there's, there's other factors. And it's his job to make everyone mesh together, and they don't seem to be meshing, so... That's just my two cents. All I'm saying is I, I just keep on looking at New Orleans and I look at that boy, Brandon Ingram. Man. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Very much so. Man. If, I wouldn't be bad. If they want to trade back for him, I'm, I'm totally fine. I know. Now I'm starting to feel I'm that good. New Orleans knew it was up with Anthony Davis, and which is why they were like, yeah, go ahead and take him. We'll, we'll, we'll t- you can have him, and we'll take all those guys off your hands. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I still like our championship. Our 2020 championship. Oh, yeah. But and we, you know, man, still need Brandon Ingram. And the Dodgers, too. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to get it because at my job, we sold like a wine bottle of the Rams and I picked one up. And uh, I would like one for the Dodgers because I don't know if one got made and Costco just never carried it, but I do mm-hmm. want one. And if I can find the Lakers one, I'm going to buy it. No, they had the Lakers one. It, uh, what's it called? Um, my friend has one of the, the ones for the Lakers. the Lakers. I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. The Dodgers one, uh, I'm pretty sure there has to be one. I don't know if it just didn't get made, but they, sh- they should make one for baseball. That's just my two cents. So we'll shift to, uh, I guess, a lighter-hearted topic, maybe, depending on where you stand on the uh, Star Wars front. So Book of Boba came and went. Uh, still not sure if it was a one-and-done season or if it's going to be like a season two and three like The Mandalorian. Uh, for those of you who haven't uh, caught up, like don't aren't aware of it, it's nine episodes, um, but only seven were of Boba Fett. Wait, did I get that right? Was it nine episodes? Or eight. It was because, like, the two episodes of the mouth. There's yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. It was eight. So eight and six, then. Yeah, eight and six, I think. I should probably double-check that. But anyways, <laughs> welcome to podcasting back again. So um, <laughs> really fast, uh, I thought it was cool. Oh, um, Like, just my overall thoughts before we, like, break, break a little stuff down. Uh, he's my favorite character, like, so of course I'm gonna be a little biased. I thought the show hit, like, the first four episodes were legit. Episodes five and six were still good episodes, they just had no Boba Fett. Like, I understand where they were in the context of the story. Uh, it's just kind of misleading and kind of disappointing when, as a person who wanted, like, this character to have his own show, was, like, super stoked, and then for him to not have two episodes is, like, 
kind of kind of slap in the face. Uh, but mm-hmm. the finale was pretty cool, and yeah, that's where I'll leave it. Uh, Paul, where, where, like, how do you feel about it? Overall, I thought it's it was a good show. Like, so far, every Star Wars or even Marvel um, show, every show for me had something that I did not expect and I liked. So for that, I think that it, it was still a good show. It was inconsistent at times, specifically that five and six, just because you, you're riding that wave. You're just like going kind of at a lull and then you go high and then kind of back down. I wish it was a little bit more consistent on the storytelling part of it, but overall, I thought it was a it was a cool show. Only thing that I didn't like, I wish Cad Bane had lived. I know... I know they show him dying or whatever, but I don't know if it's a finale type thing. Okay. But only for him to be in like what the last maybe two or three episodes, I, I wish they would have had more with him. So that's why I'm glad that we're able to talk about it because uh, it's been a while. So you remember the ticking noise when he got stabbed? The ticking noise afterwards that like showed his bo- that they liked the camera. Yeah. I personally don't think he's dead. Like I get like for the weight of the story, it's probably best to keep him dead. <laughs> but due to the fact that it's Star Wars and everyone kind of comes back anyway. Um, <laughs> quote, the Emperor came back after dying. Uh, I don't think he's dead. Reason being is I think that ticking is like maybe his droid that's with him that they didn't show that was with him in the Clone Wars. Maybe that's like his signal to retrieve him. Maybe that's something that like will wake him up or whatever. Like it's a pacemaker to keep him back up alive. I don't know. Um, I just, I find it weird that after he was stabbed, they had like a ticking noise, and like you, you, you were like able to hear it. So that's just my two cents with it. I don't think he's dead. Okay. Um, but uh, so you kind of already mentioned Cad Bane was one of the things that got converted to live action. Uh, there was another uh, character. Uh, I guess in the comics he's called Black Chrysanthemum, but they just called okay. him Chrysanthemum in uh, Book of Boba. Uh, he was uh, basically a anti-hero Chewbacca. Uh, bounty hunter version kick ass uh, became like one of my favorite characters and I like that Boba Fett gave him the nickname Santo so you know how Chewie has his nickname Chewie and you have Santo in my head canon I, I, I would like him to meet Han Solo and Chewbacca and they have like a I don't know like a brawl or something that'd be, that'd be pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> that'd be funny um, so next it, solo movie yeah maybe if they ever make a sequel but um I mean, that Lando show is supposed to happen still, and I don't know if the Lando show is supposed to be, like, basically, like, I guess, like, a young Indiana Jones, where it's, like, the older Lando telling the story of him as a younger self. So, if they do... It's called, it's called Atlanta Season 3. Oh, yeah. That comes out in, what, two weeks? <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, so I'm excited for that, too. <laughs> um, I hope there's more merch that comes out from this show. I know I say that, like... Ironically, because from what you guys can see of my room, like I probably shouldn't be collecting any more shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> but why hell, do you wish that upon yourself? Yeah, but uh, it's Boba Fett, so uh, I I probably would at least get his black suit if they make it. I would probably get Chrysanthemum, um, Phoenix Shan for sure. Uh, but where do you see the the story going if there is another season? Okay, so yeah, so thank you for like bring me back on before i went on a tangent on toys um so as far as like the show in itself um i want a second season i feel like they let set the ground foundation 
really good for season one. So the way I would take the story in season two, if I was writing Star Wars, is I would have this the Pike Syndicate still be like obviously they're defeated, but I would have that they were like a smaller what do you call it? Like they were puppets, and the puppet master would be um, uh, freaking a their name. Her name is escaping me. Uh, Kira's uh, people. Darth Maul's thing. Yeah. Chris? No, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, it's the, the, the crime syndicate's name. What the hell is it called? Crimson Dawn. Jesus Christ. Whew. Yeah, Crimson Dawn. Uh, I would have, because I guess in the comics, um, she's still alive. Uh, and she's after, like, Empire. She's, like, ahead of that syndicate. So in the end of Solo, um, like, when, Dar- when Darth Maul lit his lightsaber for no reason just to, like, show you that it was Darth Maul and, like, mm-hmm. she was going to go meet him. Um, obviously, off screen they've still done stuff, so it would be cool to kind of see where that went as far as live action goes. And uh, I guess age wise, if you're gonna do it after Return of the Jedi five years, I guess Kira is kind of close to the age she's supposed to be. Because I guess in Solo they said she's supposed to be 18, so she would be like in her late 40s. And I guess. Like, yeah, obviously, I mean, like Clark's not that old, but you could like <laughs> put makeup. I think she's like barely in her thirties, right? Something like that. Something, so yeah, I wonder if she's around my age, but uh, yeah. So that's a story for another time. Yeah, it's a story for another time. But uh, <laughs> I, that's where I would t- put it. Like make like the next big like him getting used to, I guess, running Tatooine. But then because he, you know, ended the spice trade and stop the whole thing with the pikes and then i would say like the, the crimson dawn is like the real big threat so they should they would they should come in and kind of mess with him and then you can still have like you know like dinjarin there if you need him and you can introduce other people um it all kind of just depends i guess where season three ends up going because obviously mm-hmm. we get season three of mandalorian before we would get a season two of book of boba um and i do hope that so that they can do what they did in this one like change the shift for a second to Hey, well, over here, Din Djarin's doing this, and this is why now when season three starts, we have Grogu because we had no faith in starting the season without Grogu, so we wanted to show everybody, hey, he's back, so subscribe to Disney+. Plus. Um, yep. I would say that um, just to kind of, if, if they are going to do, even if they don't, I would just say just so we know what Boba Fett's doing, uh, I would think it would be fair to give him two episodes of him and Finnick Shan just kicking ass or doing whatever they're doing in Tatooine. Do you think that there's too much Tatooine? Because we're already having the show Obi-Wan, which is going to be on there. Do you think... Because for me, I I kind of wish that they kind of do a little bit more. It's Star Wars, and I feel like they're making it seem like Tatooine is like the home planet type thing, you know? Well, I mean, Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker, that's like their home world. And Rey visited it at the end for some reason. But don't you wish they would kind of go off to... Yeah, I mean, I would like that Star Wars would have different planets. I mean, that's kind of the cool thing about, like, Empire Strikes Back and, like, Return of the Jedi. And even, like, the prequels is that there was, like, different planets and different ecosystems. So... That's what I kind of wish that they did more of. Yeah, no, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I mean, I I think they, they should do that. But as far as, like, with Boba Fett, like, he's kind of stuck on Tatooine. So... Yeah. I mean, unless, unless like, oh, because forgot to mention, um, Timothy Oliphant's character, Jesus Christ. Cobb Banth? Thank you. My brain is, like, always does this. It shuts down when I, when I want to do 
do yeah. podcasting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cobb Vanth, uh, he's he's still alive in that back to tank. So if yeah. I, guess, I guess at the end of Book of Boba, since he kind of like alluded to like it was a little too much for him, I guess like he's not liking being in charge. Uh, I guess I could see them passing it on to him for a second, just to because since Cobb Vanth is like doesn't want the drugs and stuff there, which is kind of what Boba became like anti drug which is kind of weird because um, he was like a bounty hunter in that shit for so long but um, like since they want to kind of keep that out I guess turning it over to him makes sense so that him and Finnick can go somewhere assuming Finnick Shan would go with him I don't know if she would just stay and like be the assassin for Cobb Vanth but yeah I mean I know I kind of went all over the place with that but that's where I feel like uh, season 2 should be if they're going to make it as for season three of the Mandalorian, uh, not to sound like a pessimist, but I'm not as confident now about season three. And reason being is because I feel that they reunited him and Groku, Gro, Groku, Jesus, Grogu, too soon. Uh, I feel like they should have waited either like mid season three or even the end for like a like more meaningful reunion. It mm-hmm. literally was like not even I'm trying to think the timeline maybe like six months like maybe a couple months in like the timeline version possibly a year because um, uh, only reason I think is that is not too long is because uh, Din was still learning how to fight with the Darksaber and so yeah like I mean he literally seemed like he had literally just left Grogu or Grogu just left him and then he was just like wandering for a couple months so, no, I, I agree. I think that the uh, the reunion was too quick. They should have done that for their actual Mandalorian season two, but no, season three. I mean, on that one. Yeah, I, I just feel like that that was like more of like, okay, we know why everybody like ended up falling in love with the show, so to speak. So, you come back for season three. He's here, like. Yeah, I was kind of like more interested to see how he would have reacted with not having him, but it is what it is. I mean, you kind of knew he was coming back in episode five of Bo- Book of Popo when he got the Naboo Starfighter, and yeah. the part where R two supposed to be like was now it's made into like a little seat, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, that's where Grogu's gonna go. So, uh, or his bounties. <laughs> yeah, in, um, his dismembered bounties. bounties. I don't know. Maybe he'll have like a like a toe hitch on it and he'll like <laughs> he'll he'll transfer people or something like in carbonate like like he did on the razor crest but uh yeah um uh, the positive takeaways from book of boba um i still think it built the world really good i just obviously the pandemic did cause it to have that two episode difference because at least from the way i've looked at it those two episodes that didn't have boba fett in it I kind of feel we're shot on a separate team because of COVID. So mm-hmm. I feel that's where it kind of like mixed with it. But I know Robert Rodriguez got some flack. Um, I feel like, I guess it, I, I read that people thought his episodes were the weakest directed, which was the finale and then episode one and three. But I feel he did good with what he had because in ironically in Mandalorian season two he his episode was like one of the most liked in 
and that's why they gave him like the book of Boba Fett because he did he, he directed the episode of Boba Fett got his armor back and kicked all those stormtroopers asses so I don't know uh, what what about uh what's his name uh Thundercat as that one dude the guy who fixes uh people up oh the the uh does the he have a name the yeah guy. the mod guy no, I don't. I think I, I, if he does, I'm not. I'm drawing a blank on it right now. But yeah, I think it, that was cool. I mean, he got to. I think he got to be in the f- finale too, because that was him. Yeah, was yeah. he was picking up Kavan. But I was pretty surprised that they they put Thundercat in there. I was like, of all the cameos, Thundercat made it <laughs> made uh, made it to a Star Wars character, I mean, which is cool. And I think he, I think he may have. Uh, what's it called? Uh, scored his part like when he was like fixing up uh, Fennec in the beginning I think he did the score for that part of it because it didn't sound like anything from the show yeah um, yeah I think I think he did because I know that um, uh, Ludwig Gordonson didn't didn't do all of it I didn't really look yeah. into who else who did it but yeah there were some other people and I think when they did show the mod um whatever it was called, like the mod area that he was, the music did change, so I do feel yeah. like that could have been but him that scored it. Which would be cool if they let him do that. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, R.I.P. to the band. Um, there's a lot of uh, band members that died in that explosion that <laughs> that were really cool. <laughs> oh, in the, in the uh, episode... Uh, in the last episode. No, wait, no, no, oh, not the last seven. one. Episode yeah. seven, the pre-finale when they blew up. Uh, the Dude, man, they they killed a lot of like good Star Wars musicians, yeah. <laughs> little alien guys in there. Uh, Rebo Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. I, I don't think they, they talk about that enough, man. Well, maybe maybe he'll uh, he'll pop up in Mandalorian. He better because <laughs> uh, he he popped up out of Return of the Jedi. As far as I know, he he blew up on that sail barge too. <laughs> so. It's true. So, you know, he just might—he just might make an appearance. Maybe he's indestructible. I'm hoping. Maybe, for maybe it, that. Man. Maybe that. Uh, that piano, like, because it's like, he pushes a button and it gives him like a force field shield. Yeah. Or something. Hopefully, hopefully, in you in time, man. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, so, I'm trying to think. There's not really much we can drag out of Boba Fett, but <laughs> trying to stall for Tommy, and uh, it's hard. <laughs> so. See if there's an update on him at all. I'll cut this part out. But... So I sent the text. We'll see what he says. So while we're waiting for him, I guess so we can switch to uh, some video game stuff. So, um, any new video games you've been playing? Uh, last games that I actually got were, uh, what's it called, uh, Horizon and Gran Turismo. Okay, the new, new Horizon? Yeah, I, I bought it, but that's what's making me play part one, because I haven't beat it yet. It's oh, alright, <laughs> I mean, I downloaded it for free, and it's on the backlog of many PlayStation games. Yep, it's on the backlog, but I'm about, like, four or five hours into Horizon. Pretty cool open world so far, um, but yeah, I haven't touched Gran Turismo I think that's gonna that's gonna just be on the backlog, but I do have Gran Turismo though. Uh, what number is it now? Seven. Seven. Oh, cool. Yeah, last time I played Gran Turismo 
was Gran Turismo 3. So it's been a while. PlayStation 2, right? I think so. Cause, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that was the one that like I got. Was that a double disc? Or am I thinking of PlayStation, Gran Turismo 2? Gran Turismo 2 was the double disc, because huh? that was PlayStation 1. Off PlayStation 1, yeah. yeah. So I did play Gran Turismo 3, but I like religiously played 2 because I got like all the licenses and that was like the first time I like went all ham on it and then when yeah. it came back like for 3 like I don't know why dummy me didn't put 2 and 2 together that I have to do the license again and I just kind of didn't want to do that part so gotcha but um yeah uh as for me um I got Elden Ring went half on it with my little brother and uh, I suck at that game, so uh, it's a little frustrating for me. I'm not really good at Souls games. Uh, ironically, my brother and I've heard some other people say that uh, Jedi Fallen Order was a Souls game. I beat that, but it's Star Wars, so I guess that's why. <laughs> that's, I guess that's why I pushed through it. So um, I think I can end up liking Elden Ring. I just gotta actually take the time to like. I don't try. Like the last time, ironically, when I was trying to play it too, like my power went out. So. It kind of just frustrated me altogether with the power situation, so I haven't really touched it since. And then um, I also went half on another game with my little brother. Uh, I'm still into wrestling, so we got WWE 2K22, uh, and I've been playing that besides the Madden League with uh, my coworkers and Tommy. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing for gaming. The um, reason I brought that up is because uh, State of Play was yesterday for PlayStation. And it was kind of like lukewarm, but I personally feel that it's like that because E3 is like around the corner. So their major title, the one that I'm more excited about is God of War um, 2 slash 5. Um, and that, that probably won't be announced until like E3 anyway. But uh, they did talk about um, really fast. Did you beat the, the latest one? No. No? But I, oh, but I know yeah. a bunch of stuff, man. Come on. It's fine. Come on. I play the game. I played the first Please. Game. I get it. I get it. I, I mean, I, I know <laughs> I'm going to like it. Like, I'm I'm literally going to play as soon as it gets an announcement date, because that's what happened, like, when I got the PlayStation. I mean, I played Miles Morales, and I beat the game, like, 100%. So I know that when they announce for God of War um, 2 slash 5, I will, uh, like, actually start playing God of War and probably, like, try to 100% it. So... I know you can it's give him game. the Infinity Gauntlet. I saw that someone do that, so I do want to do that. It's a good game. Very good game. Um, if if but, Tommy's hearing it, beat the game, please. Yeah. Please. Oh, well, he... I mean, we'll talk about it with Batman stuff, <laughs> but I find it ironic that, like, he he kind of knows the spoiler now for Final Fantasy, and uh, he hasn't played it, and it's all Wait, thanks to Robert what? Pattinson. Oh, that yeah, one? Yeah. I mean, that's, not, that's not much of a spoiler. I didn't know I she think. died. I don't oh. know either. So, spoiler alert for everyone else who doesn't know. Uh, freaking that love triangle. Someone dies. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say the name. But I didn't know that. <sighs> Fucking pissed me off. <laughs> um, was that the major thing you were talking about too? Or is that? I not mean, that's that's one of them. That's a major one. But I mean, so when when it comes to the remake, it's not exactly a one to one. Oh, me okay. telling him the thing. Okay, so, so, so she might not get stabbed in the uh, the remake. Maybe, maybe not. All right. So 
I mean, eventually I'll play that too. I have it. I downloaded it um, on the PlayStation Five. So please, I, ha- I have. Ex- I need to just get myself uh, some stuff. Oh, um, I guess. I mean, I'm mainly taking time off to help my mom because she's gonna have surgery uh, for her carpal tunnel, and she has to be off for six weeks. Um, but because of like her lupus and everything, it might be longer. I'm at least no, taking man. two weeks off to take care of her. So, aside from helping her clean and stuff, and I won't have to go to work, I'll have like two weeks to kind of play video games. Um, and if she listens to this, it's not the reason why I asked to to, <laughs> to, to, to take time off. But it's just kind of a plus if I get to. I don't know if that'll happen, but um, yeah, I was gonna say the. Uh, Really fast from what I saw, aside from, like, I guess, is it DLC or an update? The only, like, AAA title yesterday was, like, Ghostwire Tokyo, right? It was, like, the only... I don't even know if that's considered AAA. I, I was going to say, I don't consider that AAA. Like, that's not really even on my radar, to be honest. But, I mean, I know I know it was something that's been announced a couple times at a couple state of plays, so... And I think yeah. it actually is one of the few games to actually get pushed up, because wasn't it supposed to come out, like, later? I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't on my radar. That's fair, but yeah. But that UMNT um, collection, though. Yeah, I, I was say, that's, that's that was that. the one thing that was I'm excited about. Um, being a Ninja Turtle fan, so uh, the TMNT Cowabunga collection. Um, yep. Since uh, Paul brought it up, it has the arcade game, the mm-hmm. Turtles in Time arcade game, which already alone right there is like the sole gem of it. Uh, the super hard NES game for. Like th- th- for the Nintendo that I only got to like, I think the underwater level. Fuck that game. So did you did you did you play that game? The the Nintendo one. Yeah. yeah. I hated that game so I, much. I I uh, that was like one of the first games I had for my Nintendo. It was that and Batman, and uh, I got farther and ba- Batman actually got all the way to the Joker, and then that Ninja Turtle game. Like I said, I could only get to like the underwater level. And it's then those, ridiculously those seaweed, hard. seaweed just electrifies you. Yeah, where it electrifies you. you. Yeah, it was like, hard. come on, man. And you just drown. There was like, I think there's a part in the level where you have to go up and like, I just drown. And then like, you, I just remember like when you, when they die, they become like a little turtle shell. Yeah. Shrink. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's more still besides those three games. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Great Tournament game. Fighters. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo which I didn't play because I only played the arcade version because I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but um, I'm curious to know the differences between the two. And then um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... T- uh, digga, 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 I got lost. Uh, oh, yeah, Tournament Fighters. Oh, for Super Nintendo because it's twice. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Tournament Fighters NES, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Tournament Fighters Super Nintendo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Hyperstone Heist for Sega That's Genesis. That's one of my favorite games all I time. I think I played that Heist. one. Trainer, because um, apparently there's another tournament fighters for Sega too that's also on there. Yeah. And then it's uh, Fall of the Flip Clan for Game Boy, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Back from the Sewers for Game Boy, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three Radical Rescue for Game Boy. So out of all these games, me personally, I've only ever played the two arcade games, the Nintendo game, and I want to say I played Hyperstone Heist for Sega, because I did play a Ninja Turtle game on Sega. At my cousin's house. Hyperstone Heist. With and I want to say it was that one because is Tournament Fighters just a fighting game? Yeah. Yeah. Then no, it wasn't a fighting game. I remember like you had to do stuff. So I played maybe about half of those. So yeah, that was like I think the most exciting thing for for me. Um, 
I think you kind of already mentioned you're not excited about that uh, Final Fantasy prequel, huh? Uh, yeah. Like I know that there's a new demo out. I wouldn't mind downloading it and trying it, but it's more like a Souls game for this uh, prequel type. Yeah, it's, we're talking about Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Yeah. Uh, that actually comes out on uh, March 18th. 18th. So it's just around the corner. Um, so the demo's up then? Uh, there should be two demos right now. Well, we'll see. I'm not good at Souls games, so maybe <laughs> if it's got an overlay, maybe I'll try. But <laughs> I mean, I still have to play the other Final Fantasy games. I'm like, it's so behind on my game logs. Uh, there was also Gundam Evolution, which I haven't been in a Gundam in a long time. So um, usually the anime games don't really hit for me. They're cool, but they don't really do much for me. Uh, for yeah. Spoken. Uh, I want to see more about Forspoken. I know it's a Square Enix title, so I'm not sold yet. Yeah. Um, Returnal. Uh, like I said, Returnal. we did it get an update. Which I hope uh, it's a free DLC. You on it? uh, I've gotten to the second planet in that game. Um, but yeah, it, it just gets kind of frustrating just because you do know we're it's going to be a rogue-type game where things change, and then if you die, you restart from, like, the beginning-type thing. Yeah, that's not, like it's a game I want to try to play, but it's not something that's, like, sounds like it's kind of up my alley. It, it's fun. Like, I, I like the game. Um, if the if that DLC is free, I'll let you download the game. Just that, what's it called? Play that co-op, because co-op would be fun as hell on that game. Okay, I, I'd be down. Um, let's see, Valkyrie Elysium uh, was another RPG. Yeah. The Diofield Chronicle. Um, That's a dinosaur one, right? Yeah, it looked like a Fire Emblem slash Final Fantasy hybrid. Um, Exo Primal, which is a Capcom game. It got revealed. Um, eh, it was like kind of has like a Overwatch feel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And There's that uh, Trek to, uh, what's it? It's that samurai game that's in black, black and white. Uh, let's see. There's Gigabash, Jojo Bart, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Trek to Yomi. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that yeah. looks pretty cool. So it's a side scroller. Um, eh, samurai. I might get it. I really like Ghost of Tsushima. And I still need to buy it. I'm, I am going to get the director's cut. I'm just not paying full price for that. I'm waiting for that to go on sale. I thought you could just pop in your disc and it won't let you. It's a damn lie. Really? Yeah. It just you have to pay for it. Wow. Okay. Never mind. I mean, I'll double check. Oh that. no, you have to get the uh, PS4 director's cut, and that lets you do the PS5 director's cut, right? I believe so. Damn. That yeah, because uh, the regular game didn't didn't do anything for me. Um. Yeah, that was that was it. The state of play. Um, I mean, those were the really like I'm, as you can tell, we're really excited about the Ninja Turtle game. I think that was <laughs> the only thing that came out for it. Um, they uh, they were correct with the the emphasis in being like the Japanese titles and stuff like that, but like I think the fans wanted a Final Fantasy VII or what they call Final Fantasy IX remake rumors. I, I think that we all wanted that instead of some of these other titles that they showed. So, 
out of because you obviously are the uh, Final Fantasy player out of the, everyone here in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all the Final Fantasies, like which ones do you want to get like the seven remake treatment? If you could like literally tell him, hey, like if he said, oh, okay, here, which ones do you want me to do? Based off of well, what you know, if if they if they're gonna make it like the Final Fantasy seven remake, I feel like it has to be like an older title, like. If it was Final Fantasy VI, I think that's what the fans would like lose their lose their minds over that's on that one. That's the one that we got as four. Yes, because we never got Final Fantasy V, right? Final Fantasy V never came no. out in America. Correct. Okay. So if if they did that game in a remake style, that'd be pretty dope. And then if they did nine which is a big heavy rumor that they're supposedly doing that'd be pretty cool too because the art style in nine is just to me pretty classic for final fantasy to do because final fantasy 8 already got remade but that was like it got remastered but not remade yeah it wasn't my favorite one so i don't really that's the one with leon right or squall or whatever yeah 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 i know i like his weapon though his gun blade Oh, yeah. man. Um, well, I'm just wondering. I still need to play, uh, finish the Super Nintendo stuff, but, you know, since I moved my room around, I haven't. I really only. I still play the Xbox more than anything. But, uh, Game Pass, man, switch that. Um, yeah, I don't really know. We've already killed an hour, and, uh, lo and behold, Tommy has not texted me back. Oh, wait, yeah, he has. Three. He had three more rides as of 20 minutes ago. So. That's going to be 9 (laughs) o'clock. We'll see. I mean, I guess we can start to talk about Peacemaker. So, um. Really fast. Because I forget now. There's so many freaking shows. Let's see. Peacemaker was. Eight episodes, too? Yes, eight episodes. Yeah, no, it was nine episodes. No, eight episodes, because IMDb has the season two as uh, one episode. It hasn't started yet. So uh, it has been uh, greenlit for season two, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, Peacemaker does continue after the Suicide Squad movie. So if you still haven't watched Peacemaker... um, you might want to watch Suicide Squad for context because my dad didn't know he needed to watch Suicide Squad. I tried watching the first episode and was confused. Um, but that's just my dad. You, you, someone might not get confused, I guess, because I kind of mention mention it. But um, without goes without saying, spoilers if you haven't seen Peacemaker. Um, you can jump forward in the show notes. I'll put when we start talking about Batman, whenever the hell Tommy gets here. But um, yeah, let's see. Um, it was really funny. Really violent. The first two episodes were more sexual than I thought they would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, had a really cool cameo in the finale. Uh, yeah, that was uh, my, my uh, vagueness of it. <laughs> without being like too detailed i'm just stalling for time folks i apologize uh paul what about what about you your overall i thought i thought it was okay like 
For me, I think what kind of drew me out, I, I get that it's his style in terms of how he makes the the movies and stuff, or I mean show. It was the music that kind of threw me off, kind of. It was not necessarily, it was kind of off-putting at times. I don't know if it was just the choices that he wanted for it, but I don't know. I, I, I wasn't digging the music as much as what he's done in the past. So it was too, too rock-heavy for you? Kind it's, of. It's it was literally just like 80s hair metal rock. Yeah, it was. But I don't know. I, I, it just didn't give me the, the right mood for me, at least. That's fair. I will say, though, the intro is pretty funny, though. The dance that they do, it's pretty pretty hilarious. Yeah. The characters in it are pretty funny. Everyone kind of gets their own time to shine. So I think he's really good at um, doing, like, a team team-based uh, movie slash show where everyone gets to kind of shine because in every episode someone got to shine um, mm-hmm. and they got to show their strengths the eagle eagly was eagly. really cool um, a lot funnier than I thought it would be I didn't know how he would pull off being an eagle as a pet having an eagle as a pet slash sidekick um did you read the comics for this or no like i'm not i'm not super familiar with it um i know that in suicide squad the behind the scenes like he talks about how peacemaker's like a douchey captain america and so i feel like he kind of did portray that i guess he's a i need to look obviously he's a villain because he's in suicide squad originally um but uh they gave him a more humanized role in the show so he wasn't yeah this is how it was in the movie because I think I, I remember telling you like after the theater like in the movie I actually liked his character up until the part where he became a dick and tried to kill everybody <laughs> and then I was like oh man I fucking hate you which I guess is what's supposed to is what you're supposed to feel so kudos on on John Cena and James Gunn because they gave the feelings that I was supposed to have um, yeah. and that's kind of how I feel like this was too because I went in not not knowing based off of Suicide Squad I'm like oh he's a dick so like how much how much good could this like be and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was funny. I, I there's like a joke about Batman that like being a hardcore Batman fan, like I fucking thought it was amazing and funny. It was with his neighbor. Do you remember the joke? Because you recently watched it, where his Which? where his dad's neighbor asks him if he's got a um, uh, uh, the villains, a villains, like if he has villains, and he says no. Yeah. Maybe you're not a superhero after all. You want to know why I don't have a coterie of supervillains? Why? My coterie of supervillains is six feet fucking under. There, you see? Batman doesn't kill people. Because he's a pussy! He's a dark creature of the night! He's a jackass! Who wrestles with murderers dressed like clowns and throws them in prison! <laughs> so they can break out of prison and then murder more people! It's like a fucked up breakdown, but it, it's... Oh, God, it's hilarious. But I, I, that's, I think, kind of what I like about the stuff that James Gunn did on the, on the DC side, in the Suicide Squad, and in this show is he kind of like it's not necessary to read the comics but if you do like he kind of rewards people for it like it's not to me i mean i might be just biased because i like guardians so much but i feel like in some other superhero stuff i feel like it's kind of like what do they say like the, the fan service where it's like okay i don't fucking need to know that like that's obviously just for fans where with this it's like it's fan service but you kind of just roll over it like otherwise like to a casual person it's just funny but it's like no like it's actually pretty deep in like comic book lore so uh, does that make sense what i'm saying 
Wait, say it again? So, like, like, oh, no, like, just, just how he doesn't, like, the way I feel that he does, like, it's fan service, but it doesn't feel like he's hitting me over the head with it, like, in other mm-hmm. comic book movie stuff, where it's, like, clearly that's just in there for fan service. Even in Star Wars, they do that. Like, in Rogue One, where it was uh, the two guys from the bar, Pondababa and, uh, Doc- I forget the doctor's name, but, like, the, how, like, they just showed up in Rogue One, and you're like, what the hell, like, why are they there? And they were literally just there for fan service. Whereas yeah. in this, like, the whole Batman joke, and then there was a couple other episodes that had, like, comic book lore in them, but it's, like, I've, I haven't read Peacemaker, so to me they were just, like, funny, but I guess reading, like, people's reactions and stuff, like, it was really, like, if you read the comic books, you're, like, kind of rewarded. It's, like, oh, cool, like, he does read the comics and he respects it, but he's not, like, hitting you over the head with it. Yeah. I, just, just, I just kind of like that's how he does does his thing. And it was Did really you have a gory. favorite moment from that show? Um... I'll probably say is the Batman joke that stood out the most because I had to pause and like show my brother that and um, I think I showed everybody at work that too I recorded it and showed everybody it on my phone I was like my I, I just really was funny but um, I can, each kind of episode kind of had its own thing because in the, in the first episode when he kills the girl with his helmet I thought it was funny um, and then in the last episode when uh, she wore his helmet, uh, I'm forgetting her name right now. Oh, uh, uh, Torpedo. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda Waller's daughter. When she wore, wore it, and then and that that like kind of knocked her out. Um, Steve Agee's character, um, like <laughs> when he, like his stupidest thing, like when they're running um, after uh, Peacemaker's dad is like chasing them in that episode, and then like he fucking like falls over a log or something and like really injures himself and it's like it's like not even like a huge injury but he just the way he reacts and he's like i don't know i just i made me laugh like little stupid shit like that um the butterfly scene like when they they take over the cops i thought that was really cool um i actually like the music choice for that one i thought that one was actually like one of his better music choices yeah that's it those are like the ones that stick out to me and then Vigilante's uh, one-liners. He was just a funny <laughs> character. Robot. Yeah. I know, I know, I, I think that's just how the character's written, but he did give me Deadpool vibes, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He so. definitely did. But what about you? Uh, I know the last, like, the last episode, there was a lot of cool parts in that one, especially the, uh, I like the sonic booms from, from his helmet. I thought that was pretty dope. Um, what else? What did I really like him uh, going from uh, apartment to apartment, like in the like couple episodes into it, where he's uh, trying to escape the the cops, and he kept oh, on yeah, like that was in the second episode. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, that to me that was a, one of the funnier episodes. The cow is pretty cool. Oh yeah, typical James Gunn alien fashion. So there's only one left. And that just destroyed the, all the butterflies, pretty much. Or until so. they, until they run out of that, yeah, that, uh, the milk. They'd have to bring one from another planet. That's so, crazy. Interested to see where it goes. Since he works for the Suicide Squad, they could like have anything. And uh, I wanted to wait for Tommy to talk about it, but it's kind of just a natural thing to talk about. But that final finale. Um, spoiler alert: If you haven't watched it. I'm sorry about to ruin it for you. Uh, the Justice League cameo was 
I think one of the funnier parts of the series. Uh, the whole line with uh, making the joke about how Aquaman fucks fish, oh. and, and like the Flash kind of like says, "But it is true." <laughs> and Aquaman yeah. says, "Fuck you, Barry." So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I guess uh, I guess after that came out, I kind of read that like he wanted um, the original one from Zack Snyder's actual movie, but Batman isn't in there. Um, yeah, Superman and Wonder Woman were just silhouettes. And Cyborg wasn't there, obviously, because of the whole lawsuit thing going on with with him. But um, I'm 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 surprised they gave him the Justice League, and I guess it's pretty cool that they did. So I guess canon-wise, to keep it in DCEU, because I think that's pretty much the only ones that are staying. Are uh, well, actually, I don't even know. Superman's not a, as far as I know, it's not continuing anymore. So, but. Uh, Aquaman's still gonna go. Flash is gonna go. Wonder Woman is still gonna go. Batman, after the Flash movie, I think is Michael Keaton just to pass the baton to Batgirl, and I think Batgirl's gonna be the Batman for Justice League, mm-hmm. um, from what I know. But um, that's the other thing too that I did like about the show um, is that like it built upon the Suicide Squad and kind of established that world. So going forward, like it's kind of it, it's cool to finally see like. A, like a DCEU property actually like not get retconned and like just continue from where it started and like grow where they're not like canceling out something else yeah so cause uh besides from like the suicide stuff and then I guess Flash I don't know where Wonder Woman's going and we don't really know what's going on with Aquaman and, and we're gonna have to wait till next year anyway cause Flash and Aquaman um, got, got delayed. pushed back so Along with uh, Black Adam, but it still comes out this year. But all the other stuff that was supposed to be, uh, which is funny because that that, that uh, little trailer in front of the Batman movie. Oh, you didn't get to yeah. see it. Yeah, they, but it, sh- it showed. I, like, I heard about thing. it. Though. Yeah, where it's like it's it shows you all the stuff coming out in 2022 is already a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, I mean, as soon as Tommy gets here, we'll ask what Tommy thought about it. But um, yeah, let's let's see, cause uh, we've talked all the talking points. I can talk without Tommy, 